thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited to uh, introduce you Caro Cobo. Caro is uh, the female vocalist of El Feeling, and I want to talk a little bit more about who she is. Caro Cobo is a Colombian singer-songwriter who graduated in music from the Universidad de los Andes in Bogotá and with a master's degree in composition and sonic art from Oxford Brookes University in Oxford, England. She is the frontwoman of the musical band El Feeling and uh, the lyrics of her song Summon Cultures unite races and takes us on an emotional journey of joy, love, and also heartbreak. These lyrics, I mean, I can't wait to talk about the lyrics, right? are interwoven with sounds that mix Colombian instruments, such as accordion, drum, bagpipe, and media flute, with elements of pop and instruments such as electric guitar and electronic beats, which have given them great international reception. I actually found El Feeling a while ago, and it was so interesting to, to hear uh, this project. Una maleta y sueños de papel, caminos largos para recorrer. Todo era incierto, pero no podía caer. Talk to me about how El Feeling was born. Hi, Belu. Thank you so much for this invitation. I'm really excited to be here talking today and to everyone listening. Hey, I'm Caro Cobo. I am uh, the lead singer of El Feeling. And it just happened here in LA. We are, right now, we're three Colombians. We didn't meet each other in Colombia or in another any other place. It had to happen here. And basically, as musicians, we just sort of like start gigging, start, you know, putting the word out there. And all of a sudden, Carlos, uh, his nickname in his artistic name is C.H., uh, started calling people, musicians and everyone. And I was looking for a basis for my jazz band at the time. And so I'm like, another Colombian? Wow, hold on. So I'm like very intrigued. And then I like I respond to his ad and we're like, wow, where are you from? And start exchanging information. We got together for a private gig at LA TV, which is a TV, Latin TV sh channel here in LA. And we were playing top 40 at that time. So everything and anything from Carlos Vives, Vallenato, to even pop and Despacito and Rancheras. So you, <laughs> you can imagine that. So. It was a very Latin scene that I couldn't believe personally it was happening in the U.S. because it was my first time in L.A. and it was pretty much my second time in the U.S. So I'm like, wow, people actually listen to Latin music here? I'm like, wow, oh, this is amazing. And so Carlos called me and then he, he gathered other musicians uh, from Venezuela, Mexico, and Sergio, our current producer and guitarist from Colombia. And we all clicked so well. Like we only had like a couple rehearsals and everything went so smoothly. We had a great time that uh, we thought we should stick together, you know, and start our own thing. And, and, and we sort of have this chemistry also. We are very attracted to Latin sounds, even if all the members have different backgrounds and musical influences. That sounds beautiful. And how long ago was this? It was like uh, like five years ago, probably. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while now. <laughs> yeah. And so you went from top 40s and now you do your own music. Yeah. So that was the next big step, right? So what is it going to be our own sound? And it ended up being an, a mix of uh, musical influences. By that time, Sergio really liked uh, pop music. He's a guitarist and he's got like this really nice electric 
sound that we love. Carlos was at the time he was like a rock kind of guy with the with the vests, and he was even playing and, and working at the Whiskey and Go Go in the iconic Sunset Boulevard. So he brought like rock vibes, but with an accordion. So it was like very strong and very kind of like like super there and. And I was more like into jazz, like I mentioned before. I was, I actually had another jazz band. Uh, I had influences of like jazz and bolero and balladas, bossa novas, and all this vibe, which is very smooth and easy for a mezzo soprano. I mean, that we really enjoy as singers to just explore all that kind of repertoire. And then you went from jazz and boleros to falling in love with the sounds of vallenato and. Yeah. Having a combination of all of this, you made a feeling. Isn't that funny how, because we are in another place that it's not per se Colombia or the root country, we start giving it more chance to other sounds. Like, for example, I wasn't very familiar with the accordion and the vallenato because I grew up listening more into the other side. I was born in Valle del Cauca in Palmira Valle. So that influence is more into Cali, like salsa. It's another kind of vibe, more like Cuban and influence, you know, Afro influence from the Pacific, uh, marimbas and all these other rhythms. And then Carlos brings that accordion, but he's also a fan and he's also like really, he's a, he's very, he studied a lot of the percussion. So we start mixing the sounds and I'm like, I really like this, you know what? I wrote a cumbia, like, I don't know where I wrote a cumbia. And I'm like, can we please add an accordion to these and see where it goes? He's like, Caro, you actually wrote a cumbia? I have a couple demos myself. Let's start digging. Let's work. He loved my cumbia. That was like um, the second release that we did with a feeling. The first one was another uh, rock-ish cumbia that he had also worked on. And it's just like, wow, it's amazing. And we really enjoy and have found a niche that loves connecting with Latin American vibes like this. What was the name of that cumbia and how did you, I guess, get the inspiration? Yeah, that cumbia, it was called Tierra Nueva. It is called Tierra Nueva. That's the official name released um, with a feeling, like I didn't release it with anyone else. was, hey, I dream of a place where we can all coexist and live without feeling judged, without thinking uh, where you come from or what's your background, your, your, you know, what's your past like? No, we come to this Tierra Nueva, this new land, and we can be whatever we want to be and just sit around the music pretty much. Sounds amazing. I love that. I love that message. How is what did you find it hard to break into performing your own music in LA or did you feel because you had already performed in the past you you had those connections and how do you go about finding the right places for your band to perform it's been it's been a journey and when you go to a new place you are a brand new person right exploring uh, getting to feel the culture, the people, and how they actually 
engage and consume that music. So to my surprise, in LA, there was a big cumbia movement and a big uh, Mexican influence into these sort of sounds, which we all have our cumbia, like the cumbia villera in Argentina or cumbia tradicional colombiana or, you know, Mexican cumbia. So it's kind of fun to see how lots of cultures converge in this city. And we own those sounds and our own cumbia takes elements from also that vibe. So it's no longer a pure Colombian traditional cumbia. It might be a little bit influenced by where we're living at the moment. And that really helped us and motivated us to go out and say, hey, we're a new band, we're a new project. And we are Latin people who are just looking for some, you know, interaction with communities and we have this message and we introduce ourselves and we raise our voices in a way that it felt really appropriate at the time and it was a, our first official music video called Parapa and that's what started it all and that's how we put the word out there and people were like whoa there's this new project look at these guys I love that and I do remember um, I think that's how I, I found out about about you uh, to, through Parapa it's a very a beat dancing kind of rhythm and it makes you really just like stand up and dance is that <laughs> is that what you see like every time you play parrapa that's everyone just like has a good time and how are how do they take parrapa It's either like an opening song for the party or it's like the last song that we close with because it's got so much energy and it's got this sort of like call and response where we say parapa and people respond hey parapa ho woo! and people dancing in new york and you know it's like it's a party it's an invitation for anyone out there who wants to come and have a good time and in a world that is so divided and I feel that love and compassion and these sounds, they unite us all. And we need those messages. We need those uh, places to go to where you're gonna feel like you can be part of something. Even if you just got there and met us for the first time, you feel like, oh, I, I feel like I know these guys. I feel like I can party with this guy. I feel like I can have a drink or have a word with this person. And that's what we wanna do. We wanna be these kind of people that Wherever you are at, you can come to us and, and, and feel safe and feel happy, and you're not alone. So Parrapa is that journey and is reflected in this music video where it happens pretty much like it happened in real life. It's a, it's a Volkswagen Californian combi that, that those traditional buses, very coast vibes. And the, the, the tour of the bus is picking up every member of the band, and in the end, it's a full performance and a full party with people, local people. And that is exactly how it happened that day. Even people from like Brazil came from like lots of backgrounds. And what you see in the video is what we truly are about. That sounds super fun. Um, I hope I'm invited to the party next time. Oh, but of course. Yeah, you, you have to come to the West Coast. But yes, we'll please. take care of you. <laughs> awesome. I love that. So, um, Cairo, you said that you fell in love with music or music was in your blood and I guess in your bones ever since you were five. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about how from age five, like you decided to pursue music or was that something that 
you kind of weren't sure. And then by the time that you graduated from high school, you were like, okay, I'm going into music. How was that journey for you? Yeah, it, uh, I was very lucky to have a supportive home and parents that had a vision for me to explore explore sports, explore instruments, explore dancing if I wanted. And I did, I did. And my mom one day took me to this Institutes of Art in Concepcion, Chile, like you read before. I, I lived in Chile for four years. So Chile felt like a second home to me uh, at the time. And so she took me around and I saw like the ballerinas, super cute with their tutus. And then I passed by a violin instruction, a class. And I'm like, wow, that sounds good. But then I saw a piano and I'm like, can I go there? Like, can I sit on that bench? And my mom was like, yes. Yeah. So and we were with uh, Teresa Chang, which was the piano instructor at the school. I could barely re reach the piano. Like my feet were like, you know, I was like super small at the time, but I love the feeling of having my fingers in the piano. And every time I hit a note, that was music to my ears. That was like a possibility of more. So I wanted more and more and more. And how does this work? So I, I sat there for about like half an hour. Probably my mom was like, okay, I see what's happening here. <laughs> so that was like, ever since then, I stick, I mean, I stick to piano, but then I, I explored my vocals and uh, I started singing in choirs and I really loved everything around the performance art and music. So it's safe to say that you have a combination between voice and piano and you still explore both of them. Exactly. And the piano or any instrument, if you are a vocalist and if you like to compose and create, it's really useful, especially to me, piano has been uh, a really helpful tool, not because I'm, I didn't become a pianist and I didn't pursue the classical path of like playing sonatas or Schubert, Bach, Mozart, but I did find it useful in my later years to create and compose. So a piano can become any instrument if you plug it in, like electrical synth, you plug it into your laptop and for the people listening, you, you hit a note and then that note becomes any sound you want. It could be even a cat. So you, you record the re mi fa sol, right? And then it can be like, meow, 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 meow. It can be a cat, could be anything, could be strings, could be drums. That really helped me to create and then to send a message across, which was lacking then after I started music and I became a singer and, and I did perform as a singer playing like opera or lead chanson. I was missing my, what is my voice like? What is my true sound like? What is my message? I felt that need and through piano and through all that knowledge, I'm like, I can write a music. I can actually put a song together. That's powerful for anyone. First of all, I love the cat uh, explanation. <laughs> That was that was so fun <laughs> to hear you say meow meow meow. Um, yeah, I I wanted to ask you now. So you you became a mom very recently. Yeah. Did you congratulations by the way. Uh, I am also a mom of a boy, and uh, I wanted to ask: Do you, are you combining like now that you're a mom? Are you combined? Do you think that you're thinking about music or composing or writing songs in a different way? Or do you think that you're still the same? Like, does, does it feel like you've changed a little bit? And how are you um, incorporating motherhood with being a musician? It's been a journey as well. It's uh, They say that when a ba new baby is born, 
a new mom is born as well. So congratulations to you too, Belu, because now I have someone else to talk about motherhood and we are both musicians and this is our passion. And yeah, it's been, it's been a, a process, but it started when he was in my belly, when I was pregnant. I was still writing music. I went on like stage and at some point my colleagues my bandmates were like whoa car take it easy because i forget i get so excited that i want to dance uh, someone got me a rose when i was dancing and playing on a stage and i'm like oh my god this is like this is i love this energy and i feel like i was very careful though but i feel that the baby really enjoyed the sounds and my happiness and all that good energy that i was giving him through through this music that when he was born, he's very attentive to sound and he's really engaging through the piano notes and the guitar. Even Sergio was playing guitar. His first sounds that he heard of an instrument, it was Carlos sent him like an accordion melody, very traditional from Colombia to the hospital in a music video, which, you know, I have to give it to the guys. Being the sole female of a band, it could be kind of like, scary for your bandmates because they don't know what motherhood is like and you could feel like oh it's all gonna fall into crumbles and it's gonna fall apart but it's not and I have just proven that to them and they were very supportive and they have seen me going through like rehearsals writing music writing writing an album that we wrote when I was pregnant and releasing music and doing all these things they're like Caro it's just you but with a bigger belly you know, and now they're like, Tara, we want to see baby and we want to teach him instruments. So it's kind of like, you don't have to be afraid because your your projects are not going to stop if you won't let them. Uh, you might need uh, support, of course. You might need uh, people around you that are going to be your village and are going to also help you adjust your times or your schedules for rehearsals or songwriting sessions to your need and to your baby's needs. Because, of course, this is a new phase and if you want to make things work you gotta actually communicate and make it happen i'm glad that you found your musical village and yeah. like you said it, it it it's not the end it's just you have to adjust and the people around you um when when they're supportive of you you bloom and you continue to just be you and be creative. It's just you. Like you said, it's just you, just with a belly and now with a baby out of the belly. Yeah, but I have to say, though, uh, I have found a new, true, deep, new sense of respect to for all mothers out there. Of course, my own mother, but any woman that has gone through this process, and I say woman because right now this is how anatomically and physically we are equipped, and it's women who carry this and through nine months go through that and then has to deliver a baby and it's actually labor. That's why they call it labor in the US. They put you to work, okay? So I feel you, all the mothers out there and big kudos to all of you because this is not an easy task doing all of that and still putting on a good face and creating content and going out there and trying your life, working and now with the baby. But we got this. This is us. And Latinas be like us doing this, right? So, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, women can do it all. And, and mothers, uh, you know, going through labor, it's it's such a journey. And it 
shows you that you can do it all as well. You can do everything if you've been through labor. If you deliver a baby, oh, yeah. you are capable of doing everything and anything. 100%. 100%. And yeah, respect to all the mommies out there and so much love to all those babies. Like they got, they are, we're all warm, brand new with so much opportunity and potential. And I see it in my baby's eyes. And I'm just happy that I get to be the one who is kind of like, a, it's an honor to me being a mom now. And also a mom who can explore sound and write songs. And I even wrote a song about being a mom and like about my baby with a feeling. So I hope to release it this year. I cannot wait to hear that song. Yeah. And speaking about ill feeling, what's next and what's happening in 2024? What, what are your plans? Well, we're back on stage, first of all. So we're going to bring, again, our sound, our tambora Josefina. We're going to bring all those new songs as well and our full show uh, to the stages here. Started in California and we are going to San Francisco, LA, maybe Santa Ana again, hits those those venues in Long Beach and, you know, continue to, you know, spread joy. Our mission is to just sort of like be there for people that, you know, they've gone through a week and then they want to just relax and have fun with us. I love that. Releasing the album, of course, that I just mentioned. Um, that's been like a big project and it's been sort of like, in, how can I say it's, it's, ah, it's a new way to renew your energy, to get more sounds out there and tell the people we are here, we have more for you to pick, to choose more sounds from like cumbia to, you know, electronic beats and sounds that, and, and it's like an evolution. Every time you write a song or you release an album, you will, you will see the evolution of the band. I hear it and I'm excited for you to hear it. Um, and of course, more, more music, music videos, because we love creating. We're very creative people and we're surrounded by a great team. It seems like you're very lucky in that sense that you have your your team has different hats. Like one is a producer and another one, you know, like all of you like write music and each and every single one of you have different instruments. Um, do you also work on your own videos or is that like an extension of a team? Like, how does that work? Yeah, well, we are people who like to be hands-on with our projects from the very first sketch on a piece of paper to the final delivery, to the master tracks, to everything. Uh, we've been lucky to found, have found uh, a good team of Latin American people too uh, that have given us way, like a sense of like, you can do quality pictures if you just get organized and, and, and find the right people who believe in you and your project. And so we have found Daniel Piñeros, which is another Colombian great director. He does uh, film, short film, commercial and music videos. He loved that feeling. He's like, please, let's do something together. And we didn't do one. We, did, we shot like three or four more music videos that we love. Uh, including one called Tumba Katimba, which has been uh, an awarded video in New York and California. And it's been, yeah, it, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. You just need to keep trying. And one of our greatest goals or, or surprises, achievements was also to be on MTV, which we grew up watching, right? Music videos on MTV. You'd be like, that's a real thing. Oh my God. 
That is Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and Blink-182 and all these rock bands, of course, at the time we saw a lot of American influence, right, on MTV. But now we see more of the Latin community and the music videos being showcased. So for a feeling to have had three videos already rotating on the on the show and MTV was like, that is amazing. Kudos to all the team. And we keep pushing and we keep like, showing these and they will see it. I mean, we get surprised because we send them and we don't know if they're going to pick them or not, if they like them, if if they go through like curators and yeah, if they like them, they will perform. So thank you to all our team, you know, Santiago Fierro, Melissa, Santi, you know, and all our makeup artists, we've had help. Yeah. That's beautiful. So it's more than a musical village. It's a creative village. It's a creative village that you have found and that's that's beautiful and that is true it takes it takes a team to make something beautiful fue mitad hombre y caimán tomando pocimas para espiar y al otro lado la tunda te engaña siendo alguien más and congratulations mtv like three videos not one but three videos that's um, that's inspiring that's inspiring caro and uh, you know, I can't wait to hear more about El Feeling. I can't wait to um, to see you hopefully perform here on the East Coast, um, you know, at some point eventually. Uh, and I wanted to ask one more thing. What is one thing that you want people to to get from this conversation? Like if if you were to say, I am Karakowo and this is what you need to learn about me, what would you say? I would say... I am Karakovo and I believe in the power of love and compassion and anyone listening, just open your heart and don't be afraid to ask for help or ask for advice and risk a little as well. Because when you risk, you might get more than what you were expecting. Um, Yeah. Also, be a team player. Because today's generation, our our communities and everything this conversation has made me thought about is that really working in, in collaboration brings more and, and we go up instead of like, you know, pushing ourselves down. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, those are beautiful words. Where can people find you in El Feeling? Thank you, Velo. This has been such a fantastic time with you and to everyone listening i'm enjoying it so much if you feel like you got something from this conversation and you want to continue it we can connect on social media and instagram we are el feeling music my personal instagram is caro kogo of course the music videos and all the music are available out there our youtube channel is el feeling Vevo, and uh, instagram yeah digital platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, all of them. Just look El Feeling. You can go start with Parrapa, Tierra Nueva, all the way to El Ultimo Baile and other songs. Well, you heard, Caro. There is no excuse. You can find them pretty much anywhere. Thank yeah. you, Caro, so much. This has been uh, an inspiring conversation, and I'm so happy to, to meet you. Thank you, Velu. All the love and all the good vibes to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Latinas Be Like Us. Remember to subscribe wherever you are listening. And to learn more or leave a donation, please go to our website, latinasbelikeus.com. See you next time.